Hey everyone, welcome to Probably Science. I'm Matt Kirshen. I'm Jesse Case. I am Andy Wood. So it's a no guest episode today. It's just the three of us because that's all who could fit in the submersible that we now record from. <laughs> oh, mm-hmm. This is exciting yep. news. But, uh, <laughs> yep, this is it. We are all is... sitting cross-legged and barefooted. Uh-huh. Yeah, um, we, we, we're recording this when, you know, there this is, is no weird, news. Yeah, only... so this is Yeah, we're only uh, going down 10 feet, which is weird that we paid for this we could have just uh <laughs> yeah, this could have been a scuba dive i think yeah well you know it's, it's honestly though if you're scuba diving can you watch slash listen to your friends shitting well fair god fair, yeah so. if our listeners haven't seen the diagram of this vessel uh, well let's maybe we might have some listeners that uh just live in places that that cover actual news and stuff so they might not even know what's what so let's explain what's well, going think, on i think this has captured the world's imagination i think i think everyone knows this is like balloon boy if if there were five of them that were billionaires and they were actually in it <laughs> <laughs> well said well said <laughs> it is like that um man when balloon boy uh outed his parents in that interview oh my god <laughs> Amazing, one of the best, and then the uh, music video later when the dad tried to make the kids into the youngest metal band. I didn't know. I remember that. Oh yeah, I mean the dad is just like a classic. He's like a he's like that baby Gronk dad. You seen that? No. What did he do? Oh, I just mean it's uh, there's there's footage of him, um, where he's baby Gronk uh, is being um being interviewed right like on a podcast and he keeps like he's there with him sort of as his handler on account mm-hmm. of the kids 10 or something and he keeps uh, yeah, he, back back up a bit because I, I don't even know who or what baby gronk is well this is, this is one this is a, a this is like balloon boy if this is one that passed me by it's it's the biggest news matt it's like balloon boy right yeah. if instead of a balloon it was a baby gronk do, 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 do. um no so <laughs> there there's some instagram kid Right, who is uh, larger than other kids his age? Um, okay, and his so whole he's being compared to his whole NFL thing is star yes Rob Gronkowski Gronkowski. So his whole thing is that he's going to be a football star, American football, right? Right. Um, but the but the the fascinating thing about it, um, in a you know in a bad way, in a ninety day fiance way, like in a in a bad fascination way is that uh, he doesn't want to be doing any of this. He's a 10-year-old kid, right? It's his his dad wants to be like a social media star. Right. And is Ugh. and is sort of uh, very transparent about it all. And there's this footage of, you know, Baby Gronk is on some, uh, like, he's on some podcast or something. And, um, the it, like, the he's, he's there with his dad... And the two guests, it's some like, you know, barstool, whatever thing. And um, he keeps saying cut, like the dad keeps cutting and saying like, ask him that again, ask him that again. And then he tells his kid what to say. Oh, God. But he's doing it to yeah. every question. So it's like unbearable. And, and can, So it's basically in. someone interviewing the dad, except make. Well, he's like interviewing himself because yeah. he's even yeah. like guiding the questions, you know, because they're, yeah. they're saying dumb stuff, you know, like, um. Like when you get to college, you excited about meeting girls, 
you know, and and but it's just a ten right. year old kid who's who's just all the like, horrible things that they talk to kids. I, I hate when I, yeah. I always hated that as well when I was when I was a kid. It was just, there's nothing. <laughs> it, it's such an unpleasant yeah. thing yeah. to do to children, or like you know when yeah. you're at a kids show and someone gets brought up on stage, and and like the person running the show is always like, so you you got a girlfriend yet? And all the parents are like, woo, and like we're sort of it. What what weird? The, yeah, yeah. What's the word for that? Adult adultamorph adultamorphization. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But it is yeah. It's insane because he's just sitting there like, can I have some gum? Or something, you know what I mean? Like, are we yeah. getting ice cream later? Yeah. And <laughs> it's like that that Norm McDonald bit. It's just sounds like my wife. <laughs> sounds like my wife. When uh, oh, you guys don't remember that Star no. Search bit when like uh, Ed McMahon is interviewing the uh, junior dancers. <laughs> oh no, 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 I don't think I've seen it. Okay. I don't think I've seen it. Sorry, that's a new Norm McDonald bit for me. Everybody, to... everybody knew the Star Search bit. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. a huge bit. No, it's a huge bit. It's like Balloon Boy. <laughs> so, uh, how do we get into Baby Gronk? Oh, Baby Gronk, it's like the it's like the submersible is the new balloon boy, but someone's in it. Oh, by the way, I want the oh the dad, the dad, the psycho dad, right, right, being okay. Got it, got it. But also, I want everyone to know I am fully aware that I tried to make a baby shark joke and then did the melody from Menomina instead. Oh, I, I am sorry. Oh, I is that forgot, what was going on there? Gotcha. Got the right. melody from Baby Shark. Okay, it's not that. Nah, 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 nah. It's a different thing. It's I a different one. All right. Sure. Yeah, I didn't know what was happening. Listeners, you can you can reconstruct the joke from that. You yes. you got it. Yeah, we don't have we don't have a guest on account of we're in this tiny submersible. So what has happened is that every 111 years on the solstice, the right. Titanic demands blood. <laughs> <It's a capitalist laughs> and, thing. <laughs> or the old ones rise from the depths. Right. And uh, yeah, so there's this is one of those things. It's like um. I don't know how to explain it. It's okay. It's like when you find out something exists and something happened to it on the same day, right? Right, right. So like I like when Nancy Reagan died, I found out she died and that she was still alive and then that she had died. Uh, it's Matt's bit, not to do your own bit, Matt, about reindeer. I don't... Right. Oh, yeah. What's the oh, thing reindeer about reindeer being real? <laughs> Finding out. out that they were real in a restaurant? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, real and and edible, delicious. Yep, yep and delicious. Yep, yep. Uh, so that's kind of what's uh, happening here. At least I was like, I didn't know this was a thing. I mean, I it hasn't been a thing for long. Am I correct? It's been only like two years that this company's been doing these expeditions for 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 civilians. I believe, right? Yes, and they they originally offered it at the original plan was to offer it at one hundred and fifty thousand dollars a ticket. And they've, but their first version did not have the required structural integrity to withstand the pressure. Um, by mm. the way, I, 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 did, I did a little bit of a back-of-the-envelope calculation on this because I wasn't sure what the pressure was. And by my reckoning, so it goes up one Atmos every 10 meters underwater you go. What's an so, Atmos? So one Atmos is one atmospheric pressure. Has so, anybody ever used that abbreviation for it? I, I think so. One bar or one. I've never heard Atmos. Is a bar the same though? Is a bar. I believe so. Let me see. Uh, one bar in pressure. Is yeah, it is, it is approximately, yeah, one standard atmospheric pressure. For some reason, Google yeah. says one bar is 0. 0.986923. So, so effectively one. I'm not right. sure what the difference is there. Um, yeah, so one one bar of pressure. Uh, that's one atmosphere, standard atmospheric pressure. So where where are they? You, okay, 
not to get too in the weeds, where are they measuring the standard atmospheric pressure? So that, that's at a good, sea level, right? It's a, but that is a good question it because it does, weather, right? it does vary with, yeah, it does vary with I mean, temperature. I would, I would imagine it, it varies throughout your day. It, uh, very it absolutely little, does. That's, what, little. Little. that's what a barometer measures, but, measures, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, but yeah, there is a standardized version of it. Uh, I'm not sure exactly what it is, but it's like you know, at this many degrees, at this at sea level. Um, but Can, this is all approximate anyway. These are all sort of back of the envelope scribblings. But so 10 meters down, you're experiencing twice the pressure of uh, at sea level. And 20 meters down, uh, that will be um, three atmos. Well, hang on, it'll be. Uh, it'll be, an, yeah, it'll be three atmospheres, it'll be three times. So they are, if they're down by the Titanic, that is almost four kilometers down. Yeah. So 400 times the pressure, nearly, um, which is around five and a half thousand PSI. Um, and just for, just out of curiosity, I looked this up, the pressure of a car crusher at the junkyard is about half that. So, okay. So you that, would need to go down there in at least two cars. Yeah, exactly. So you need you need something that can withstand double the pressure of a machine that crushes cars. Right. Um, and, and, well, I mean, and if unless, it breaks, and if it's if it has some kind of flaw in structural integrity in it, and it's failed, then they're instantly getting crushed with the pressure of like two car crushes. No, this unless is way- unless you also pressurize the air to some degree in the inside the vessel which i thought they did but now i'm thinking i, I don't know why i can't find a definitive answer on this but i think but it's how just, much how much could it, that it even couldn't be right because at a certain point even if your body can withstand your body can withstand you know gradual compression uh, and higher air pressure which we'll get into in a little bit with this other story um like pretty high yeah. amounts but nowhere near that but also if you were at 400 times that means like one breath would have 400 times as much oxygen as a breath on the surface you'd have to bring 400 times as much air because it's like your body doesn't just know that it's getting way more well, moles it's not it's of, not but it, it's not exchanging the oxygen for co2 at the same uh, significant well, i'm saying you would rate. but like the same like a tank that would that would last the same way as you go deeper when you're scuba diving you use up your your air faster because it's you're it's not like your body's like oh i can just i can as long as the, the moles as long as there's enough molecules I, uh, i'll be able to listen listeners write, write in with with what the correct version is but here, here's where i think i disagree with you on this one andy but no, i've scuba dive you, you burn through your no, tank no no i agree with you deeper. on that but the, here, here's what i'm about to disagree with you on um when you scuba dive you breathe in the air through the tank and then you exhale it into the water and it just floats off but in the sealed vessel you're inhaling the air that's around you and then you're exhaling it back into the same compartment into the same chamber so right. you're still only using up the oxygen at the rate that your body uses oxygen because any oxygen that doesn't get absorbed by your body and then converted into co2 through respiration and then exhaled is just going to be re-exhaled by you again and back into the general supply of oxygen but the to get that same volume inside the hull just full of air at this higher pressure required yeah. way more air to begin with if well, there's well, some external well, thing that's 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 it definitely it can't be at that pressure it, it can't be at anything well, course, close I, to that I'm, pressure because right. that would just crush you i know so well, even no if no it's no like, no that's not why like your body can can equalize to pretty extreme pressures like scuba divers 
they will go nowhere near that depth, but like, you know, they can go a couple hundred feet and you're experiencing extreme pressure. But as long as you are able to equalize gradually, and then you can't obviously ascend quickly, which this thing can ascend quickly. It has all these safety mechanisms to float it quickly, which implies it must not have pressurized air or else everyone inside would just die of the bends. But anyway, it doesn't matter because it's not pressurized, but I was trying to think through like, okay, if it was partially pressurized, then the differential is slightly less and the implosion would be less severe if it happened. But well, you, the implosion is going to be... <clears throat> it's it's only going to be a frictionless. Right, you right. guys are not accounting for the Home Depot shower bar in there or the PlayStation controller, <laughs> which, which is going to change the math on the way, all this. I don't want people to think that we're being totally heartless. Like, this is awful and it doesn't... I, I, I don't think it's any less tragic because the people are rich. It's no. horrible. Yeah. No, it's... Um, it's <clears throat> it's a. It is um, a bit though. No, no, I mean, no. It's it's still. <laughs> it's um, it's that it's uh, I. Uh, it, the whole thing's very shocking to me because it's so something I would never ever do. Uh, so it's hard for me to relate to the task. Right. I mean, it's uh, like now, Everest. I, it's like Everest to me. You know. You're, yeah. It's a high chance of dying, and it costs a lot. And I'm just like, what? Why? This is just ego. Sure. Yeah. Having well, said that, Andy and I have both said for absolutely we were going to space, but I feel like that's. Yeah. But I also I feel like I would have gone. Maybe there's a bit of me that would be curious to go down on that submersible, but I also would have done way more research into the. I would have had a lot more questions about the shonkiness, and if you go into space, these you know you're going up with astronauts on you you, you're aware you're taking on a big risk but at least you're also aware of the years and in fact decades of accumulated accumulated safety knowledge that is being incorporated into these crafts that they seem to have gone yeah fuck it yeah i mean well i don't know if they've gone yeah fuck it's like how 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 could you get to a level of you know, how, uh, that, how could you get to a safety level that you would consider acceptable well, the, with this kind of thing with so few data points, you know? There, there are specifically, they've basically tried to make that argument and they have um, circumvented the established safety boards for legislating underwater craft. And the, like, the, right. the organization that controls that had written to them a few, couple of years ago saying like, hey, this is... Yeah, this the was a very this is, a very should, libertarian project. Yeah. You know. The middle of the ocean is like it might as well be space. It's probably less regulated than space. Being it's underwater in the it, middle of the ocean. It's like, also less explored and less known. Yeah. Like fewer people have been down to that depth, I think, than have been in space. What if they find out it was because of the same iceberg? <laughs> you know? That'd be uh, crazy, huh? Like, how deep does this iceberg go? Exactly. No, it's, uh, I mean, but but isn't the theory that um, this is already all sort of, ha- it's it's uh, at this point. Yeah. Well, the, they, the they think the thing compressed, goes out, you will right? have more information. You'll have more well, information. They- They're either floating on top of the water somewhere waiting to be rescued. Yeah, um, which is, again, another dumb thing that, like, when you talk about, like, the dumb things that they did, the fact that it was painted white which is one of the hardest things to see in water and also they didn't bother to have any kind of beacon on there that you know the the type of beacon that a black box in a plane would have like they could have that so it wouldn't be sure. detectable when they're underwater but if they surface <clears throat> in the wrong place 
they could be tracked, but now they can't. Right. And there's no, like, I don't know these things. So it's like, yes, I also was trying to think through what I would do differently, but I'm like, well, why do I think that I, as a lay person, would just come up with a better... So you're, you think there would be an easy way to have implemented that black box that would not have any, like, pressure considerations and wouldn't have failed if everything else failed? And, like, is that what experts are saying, that that, that was a thing that was very doable or not? Well, there, it, it's just a third-party thing inside the in the hall with them, you know? And it's just totally separate from any of the electrics, so it's like this thing is just going to do Yeah, I think it, it would just... Well, I mean, it, it has what you mean by fail, but, you know, it, it's... Um, right, it's only going to be useful in the case that you surface and no one can find you once you've surfaced, but in that yeah, case... Yeah, which is very be, possible. Right. You know, right, they right. the ocean is large and they could easily have drifted miles in any direction. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the I guess the... Um, <clears throat> the search and it can't area. open the thing from the inside. We did, yeah. did you mention that? Yeah, which I guess makes we sense mentioned from the that pressure, the pressure right. standpoint. But. Right, it's 13 bolts from the outside. You're bolted in. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I can't even imagine. I'm, I'm such a claustrophobic. I, like, I can't imagine, you know. I can't even. It, and then it's, looking, at, yeah. looking at the fact that, like, you're doing this all to take a view of the Titanic, but that can only be had through one. I've seen different reports, either 12 or 15 inch circular window that is also in the room where you shit if you have to shit. So like there's a privacy screen where you can go drop a deuce and look at the Titanic. Otherwise you're yeah, sitting in the window. You're looking at it, sin- yeah. Otherwise yeah. you're looking at it through a computer screen when, and at that point you're like, why not just look at it on a computer screen? Oh, sure. I didn't even realize there was that. Okay. There's a screen showing the feed of that. Yeah. There's a lot of external cameras and such. Um, but yeah, man, it's a uh, it's a whole thing. And then that 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 guy's stepson, it's bananas. It's absolutely bananas. Oh, I'm sorry. He's at kid. a concert because Cardi B said so. I I'm, I haven't been like really diligently. Following There's uh, no it's uh, yeah one one. So the the thing goes missing, right? The submarine goes missing, right? And uh, one of the children of the the submarine, the step stepson of one of the people. Um, the, I, you know, he's like, I'm going to a Blink-182 concert, which sure, you know, you've already got tickets. I don't know, whatever. But, uh, so people are like, all right, that's weird, but we'll give it a pass, you know? Yeah. Um, but then it just goes more and more off the rails because he, he, he went into that danger zone of becoming the internet's main character. Right. Uh, which you oh, how, how old is this stepson? 37, I think. Oh, I think. Jesus, for some reason, like, just the fact that it's Blink-182 and the word is stepson, I'm just picturing, like, a belligerent teen. I'm like, no, it was a, it was a teen when Blink-182 was popular. Right, was right. Our, right. 37. Okay. So then uh, starts tw- he starts tweeting out stuff like, uh, ladies, I'm single. You know? <laughs> this is while they're Cause still he was married Because he was married to... <laughs> No, no, he's I, just just because he's gone viral I online know, for know, like posting I know, pictures I know, I know, of himself. But well, no, I think, married to I the think because he's yeah. about to be a fucking billionaire, and you know this like he's oh, obviously God. about to be so rich. <laughs> and, oh my God! And he's uh, so this is like it, it was so funny because for some reason these tweets came back to back for me. One was a New York Times little update from like the the captain of one of these Coast Guard ships. That's like, uh, this is a very rough time for the families. We are in constant touch with them. And of course, our thoughts and prayers are with these families. Right. And then the next tweet that I see is this 
guy. Uh, <laughs> this guy and some, uh, you know, like a kind of an OnlyFans model or something had tweeted out, um, can I sit on your face? And he quote tweets it and he goes, uh, yes, please. And <laughs> it was like, oh um, you know, it was just at the same time, like these families are in a lot of pain right now. And this guy's like, you know, posting selfies. Of, it's just right. It's hilarious. Um, by the way, we should mention as we're recording this, because by the time this is up, this story will probably be over. I don't know which way it'll be. But as of right now, we're in the final 24 hours of what is uh, estimated. Of what to be. they think is that. Yeah. The yeah. air supply. Yeah. So, and there are still, I, I don't know these reports about if there were noises heard days ago or today or. Uh, They've been hearing this. noises, but that I don't think it's anything conclusive. Like, yeah, it's not like the Kursk, because the Kursk, that, that I was obsessed with like 23 years ago. That I was thinking about every day because there were definitely people alive audibly banging on the hull. And I believe the story was it could have. We had the equipment to rescue them, but it was like just a political move from Russia not to allow another country to go down there and help and see their equipment, more uh, or less. I should Google that to see if it's still the case, but like that thing was just tearing me apart thinking about like, oh my God, these guys know they're dying and we also I, know that I we can, may we can have, save them. Uh, I, I missed it. I was, uh, I, I was a young boy. I was younger, a little younger. So it was um, August 2000. Um, it's a naval exercise. Um, I can't quickly yeah. get to whether it was actually fixable, but just a political. Um, mm. Anyway, do you remember it, Matt, or was that not was that off your radar? Or no, I, I remember. I remember it happening. I would have been. It just wasn't uh, on my radar. I mean, I've. I, hmm. That's fascinating. I but mean, anyhow, horrible. yes, we do hope for the um, best, and I. I got to think at this point yeah. that's a very low probability that something yeah, good so comes they, here but uh yeah so they they thought they uh there could be some people banging on the hull that could be happening right i mean it seems like the most likely scenario is there was an implosion which again would have been so fast and so extreme like it probably yeah. would have been yeah like i said it would have been painless. like double the double two yeah. car crushes but also instant so yeah you're not you, you're not going to be aware of it. It's not like the sort of, you know, the the movie version where there's like a crack and then water starts to come in and then it yeah. gets quicker. No, 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 it would have no. been just like, kaboom, it's done. Just, and yeah. I keep seeing, there's so many dumb, from a science standpoint, articles about this. Like, I just saw one that like, or it could have exploded. Like, it literally could not have exploded. That That's the one thing I can guarantee could never happen. Yes, it's, it's literally... <laughs> The exact opposite. Yeah, it, it, it's as unlikely as going. Oh, he could have jumped when there was a building on top of him. No, it's just no, it's just you. Yeah, hmm. he could have imploded for sure. Um, well, I tell you one thing: I wouldn't want to live down there. And, oh, and really? Good thing no one else does, because that'd be stupid. Because yeah, uh, sounds I disagree. like it's, sounds Jesse? like it's not possible, Andy. Sounds like it's not possible. So I mean, at those depths, maybe true, but a little bit shallower. Maybe like uh, two swimming pools deep. Nope, nope. No one. No, it's not. It's not going to be done. So I let's wrap it up. Beg to differ. I well, beg to differ. Because well, it turns out on? that uh, Doctor Joseph Deturi uh, recently spent a hundred days. Oh wait, is this article? I'm sorry. I want to make sure this is one that was written after his trip and not before. Um, 
Yes, a hundred days uh, below the surface of a Florida yeah. lagoon, about twenty. This feet is a, this is an earlier article, Doctor Deep Sea, as he is nicknamed. Okay, I was just trying to find the best one to explain. There's an interesting biological phenomenon that happened as a result of this. But the initial article sent in by one of our listeners was um, sort of a weird URL. I was like, I don't know if we want to do this. Let's see if this one is... uh I'm just so, on yeah, the Guardian. So, well, we here. can we is can this... do the yeah the pre article. This is in the Guardian where, where he's in the middle of the experiment and he's underground and there's a picture of him uh, underwater. Rather, there's a picture of him in his little some uh, sort of merman is waving at him. Container. Yeah, there is a, there is a <laughs> scuba diver waving at him and he's waving back out. So this is and he's got his laptop. Oh, it says here uh, his food is delivered by scuba divers. Now is that surely that's not just a Uber Eats or something where the guy just has to. Fucking throw on some scuba gear. And- it's Florida, dude. Anything. Yeah, goes. you legally it's- if if they hire if you click yes on the the delivery, you got to do it. It's yep. You have law. to. You have to. <laughs> you have to tell them if you're a cop. It's uh. So he does. He does say the toilet is getting a lot of use at an increased pressure down here. There is an increased frequency and urgency of urination. So mm. you know, that's one effect on the. Okay. Um, so bladders are getting squeezed more. Sure. And- so he's a researcher into hyperbaric medicine, hyper meaning more than, and baric meaning pressure. Deuterio uh, says he spends much of his days testing his blood and saliva to observe any changes as a result of his habitat. He's also been subjected to electrocardiograms, measuring the heart's function, electroencephalograms, which record brain activity, and pulmonary function tests assessing the lungs. So... He says, we know that hyperbaric pressure increases stem cell proliferation, it increases telomere length, or it also increases collagen, and collagen is the building blocks of every cell in your body. Uh, is it telomere or telomere? We've had this conversation. Oh, I don't, I don't know if that but really matters. I don't they know. are DNA sequences that tend to shorten over time, which decreases right. cell production and eventually brings about aging. Increasing the length of these telomeres could reverse that process, while collagen is the building block of every cell in your body. So this and this guy... was this was the reason that Michael Jackson slept in a hyperbaric chamber, and everyone made fun of him for that, myself included. Yeah, uh, I, as this is again. I'm just hearing about this. What are you talking about? Michael Jackson slept in a hyperbaric chamber. Yeah, this is one of the things, like along with like bubbles that shit. I didn't know about this. That everybody was just like, look at wacko Jacko. I knew about uh, bubbles. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this is one of the things that was just like, oh, well, look, this person has too much money or whatever. Um, but I mean, there is some, I guess there is some actual legit science behind it. And it's also the reason that my old coworker thought that everyone really did live to 800 years in the Old Testament, because there was so much pressure from the moisture before the flood pushing down the atmosphere. Oh, sure. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, there was that flood, say- flood layer above that was waiting right. to come right. down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It does say in this Guardian article that Deturi has... Um, cast some doubt on on science fiction claims that people could be living in underwater cities saying that uh he has discovered and according to the article he doesn't go into detail as to how that increased pressure means ejaculate travels a much shorter distance than at the surface <laughs> so he thinks you couldn't propagate the species down here now uh, wait a second hold on that's the word he used not sperm yes ejaculate so well, it means ejaculate travels. Yeah, so I'm wondering whether the sperm would be able to swim if it was actually, you know, if you could do a sort of... So it's more of a... Thing. Uh, is, wait. It means ejaculate travels a much shorter distance. It doesn't need to... Like, if you're shooting porn, maybe, but if you just want to reproduce, it doesn't need to travel a long distance. 
I mean, sperm uh, need to uh, swim. It does if you're it, rocking what I'm rocking. Jesus I mean, Christ. Okay. <laughs> it's it's going to need gonna need a hand. You know what I'm saying, fellas? <laughs> um, no, no. I, I, so what's, uh, what's going on? So he jacked off down there and <laughs> noticed the, uh, he's just like, it's, it's just dribbly. There's what's happening. Hold that's on. that's really clear. It doesn't go into any further details. Maybe we could maybe oh we could message Doctor Deep Sea and ask him. Um, okay, let me just yeah. Google. Now here. I now I deep, suddenly don't even deep. want to go into the telomeres thing because I don't believe anything he says now that you've said that. <laughs> but okay, so I'm I just Googled Doctor Deep ejaculate. That's not <laughs> right. That's not good. Um, <laughs> Doctor Deep Sea. Yeah, how deep is is the sea? It's the well. It's really the motion of the. Um. <laughs> huh. Okay, so I'm getting. Well, it, here ejaculates three times as salty as seawater. That's interesting. Um. Hmm. Okay. While you look that up, I yeah. am, I'm so I'm so glad I'm so glad we didn't go with the first article that was sent. I'm so glad that my spidey sense about the URL was tingling because even the Daily Mail, who are not by any stretch one of our favorite sources, um, they're talking about how he, this doctor, claimed that his telomeres were shortened by, tw- or they're, they're now 20% longer, which would mean you're effectively like reversing right. the aging process. And he has up to 10 times more stem cells than when he first moved into the underwater pod. Uh, the scientist did not provide details of how his telomeres were measured, uh, but there are testing services that measure their length from blood samples. And most services take about two weeks to provide results. So even the Daily Mail is kind of uh, casting a little doubt on this claim. So let's hold off on believing that 100 days underwater, 20 feet underwater, is going to make you 10 years younger. Yeah, I'm not finding anything other than... See, this is strange, right? Because I'm not finding anything other than the Guardian article. Which makes me think... this journalist just like had a weird dream about jizz <laughs> and it made it like, you know what I mean? I'm not finding like an original study. There's nothing else about Dr. Joseph Deturi's ejaculate. I just want to see if anybody else has even verified the telomere length stump thing. But it, it does say that the percentage of his sleep made up by REM sleep increased from between 35 to 40% up to more than 60%. And that's not uh, just for him saying cool so? dreams. Yeah, I don't know. Is he how's he measuring that? Whether he's got one of those, you know, sleep detectors, one of those, you know, watches I, or rings or Man, I hope this isn't another balloon boy. Like it would be cool if if he found some kind of magic bullet for reversing anything. I mean it's not really but... a magic bullet because it is not easy or cheap to live in a significantly high pressure situation where that's a whether which, that's a hyperbaric chamber or uh, an actual underground lair. Which parts of, of magic imply easy and cheap? <laughs> a magic bullet can be rare and expensive. I mean, I, I think easy. I think is easy oh, is a magic man. bullet. Maybe you, not cheap. You guys want to hear I'll something? I'll give you half of that point. Okay. You guys want to hear something so stupid? I, yes. Uh, <laughs> so I had to set up a boot camp on my iMac. That's so like it can run Windows programs uh-huh. um, uh, for and it was like for CAD for some CAD software I needed for guitar pedal stuff. So I'm running Windows programs and it occurred to me, I'm like, 
oh, I I haven't played video games in ages because they basically don't have any for Mac. Um, or, you know, like one comes out every three gotta, years or something. Use Steam is what I've, yeah, if I've played anything at all, it's been on Steam. Yeah. But even then, a lot of the stuff on Steam is only not... PC. For yeah, us. it's only right. PC. So I was like, oh, I can, I can check out video games again, you know, and uh, that Diablo 4 just came out. And I was uh-huh. a big, big fan of the first two, you know, uh, now I got a train coming by. Sucks. Anyway, um, so I got Diablo 4 and I'm like, yeah, this is great. I'll play Diablo 4. And, th- but I'm not used to this, uh, um, like how, it, how hardcore making a character is now, like the customization. It used to just be like, you want this guy? Right, just yeah. Which of, which, which of the three people do you want? Do you want Mario, Luigi, or girl? Yeah, yeah. No, exactly. Do you, do you want the one that jumps higher, or punches harder, or runs quicker? They're your right. three options. This but now it's like player, it's like a player. three-hour process where you're you're like figuring out, you know, toenail color and shit. Um, so it's it's crazy. But uh, but then is I thought what I was doing was still getting my Blizzard account all set up. So so I I just put in my name when it said name. So now I have a Diablo character just named Jesse Case. <laughs> and <laughs> everyone else is like Ice Blade or whatever. And uh, people are just like, what the fuck? Like <laughs> like my my dumb little guys like running yeah, who, through. Whose dad is playing this game? <laughs> it just thought you had to put your. Yeah, here comes Jesse Case with my massive flaming sword. Hello, it's also got your teams. phone number attached to it as well. <laughs> it's so lame. I... Yeah, um, I'm very obviously just like the oldest guy in the thing. It's horrible, man. What's who? What now? What is your favorite Diablo now? Out of one, two, three, four, and Cody. Well, I mean, I four. Uh. <laughs> um. Cody's great. Uh, f- I, I mean, I would say that four is like, I mean, I I've never played uh, a blockbuster game before. You know, that has like a movie budget, like a crazy, right, right, right. Like, like it's never been my thing. I've never had a console or anything like that. So this is my first like blockbuster game that I've played, and it is crazy. Like I'm, I'm amazed. Like I'm, I'm very old man about it. I'm just like, wow, you know, like at how realistic and the ambience yeah. and everything. You can just go into this room and just play around for a bit. And yeah, but I mean, it's just like stuff that you know, the fog layers and everything like that, where it's so yeah. like ambient and uh, so it's really gorgeous. It's a really gorgeous game. Um, but it's like, uh, you can't beat it. That I miss when you could just beat a video game. And you're done with the game. That's like 60 hours of, yeah. Well, it's that, but then it's this open world. You know, it's all like Zelda and like World of Warcraft and everything. Now it's like the game's not over when it's over. I thought I beat the game. And then it's like, now move on to tier two and get legendary armor or whatever. And I'm like, I I don't know if Jesse Case is cut out for this. (laughs) (laughs) I can't, you know. Yeah, uh, Yeah. I've been debating. I haven't owned a console since, I mean, I still have an N64, but I haven't bought one since I bought an N64 in the 90s. And I was debating getting the Switch just for the new Zelda because I haven't played Breath of the Wild or this one. And it's just one of those yeah. zeitgeist things. I thought about like, it. It's so good. Listeners, tell me if I should pull the trigger and just get uh, I mean, Switch A Link to Zelda. the Past is like one of my favorite games ever. Which platform was that? That was a uh, Super Nintendo. Oh, it was oh. a 16-bit Zelda game. Uh, called a link to the past, but it was so smart the way they did it. And 
but you could also beat it. The game was over. Right. You know, and I, I look, sometimes I look at footage now and I'm just like, I like of the new Zelda stuff. And I'm like, what the fuck's going on? It's yeah, like, and I don't want to, you know, I want some escapism. I don't want to like have a job. You have to like craft your own <laughs> elixirs and shit. Like, what am I doing? You got to make dinner. I don't even do that in real life. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. What's happening? Yeah. But also it's not that good. Uh, like visually, like it's not cutting edge in that way, but everyone says it doesn't matter because the story and the, you know, the gameplay is so good. But like, why wouldn't it also be like the top of the line visual? I don't know. Yeah, Maybe it's like, it doesn't even matter anymore. We crossed the line where, you know, cause I'm sure there's tons of good looking games that are just shit for gameplay and that's no fun either. Yeah. Yeah, I mean Diablo like the the story makes no sense. Uh none of it makes sense like all the lore and all the And man, it's one of those things where you do like quests, you know, you know, the in the big quest is you got to uh, the the world is uh being taken over by uh Satan, right? And yeah, so it's up to you. You're saving the world is the point yeah. of the game. But then there are side quests you can do and it's like doesn't take into account what you're already doing. So like like, uh, like you're literally humanity's only hope. You are saving the world. And then some guy, like, needs help finding his, his onions. Right. You know? Chubby <laughs> like, start his truck. Right. Yeah, and you're yeah. like, I'm kind of doing a thing, you know? And he's like, but if you do it, I'll give you these, you know, magic glasses. And you're like, that might help on account of... Just give them to me, though. Like, you'll die if I don't do this. Right. The cost of all this is... I got to buy my own armor. I'm saving the planet. It does. Yeah. yeah. I have a couple plot holes. <laughs> oh, speaking of, let's circle back on that because I also want to yeah. talk about, uh, about Black Mirror. If you guys have watched the new season, let's I do a story. No, oh, no. well then I won't talk about it. Suffice to say, it's uh, it's lost its way. It's not even two, two of the five episodes aren't even about technology. Like what, what was the point of this show? The Black Mirror is like your device when it's turned off. That's the right. whole. Right. Oh, <laughs> yeah. So Matt's got a story here that is up his alley, up my alley, up all of our alleys. I think eventually. Yeah. So, so, I mean, this is. I, th I think this is more of a legislative related to science story than than <clears throat> science because this is technology that's existed for a while. But it looks like the U.S. has now approved the sale of no-kill meat, grown lab-grown meat. Mm -hmm. So, Jesse, you're as a vegetarian. We, we both. Yeah. How, Dude, how do you feel about I, the the lab grown meat? Um, uh, sure. I mean, when I try it, I'm sure you know. Uh, I haven't tried it. I uh, don't know what it. I don't know what it tastes like and such. Um, but yeah, sure, sure. So you're you're not against um, the reason you're vegetarian is not because of something inherent in the consumption of the thing but just in what must have preceded that consumption yes uh correct yeah it is not it is not because i dislike the flavor of delicious barbecue right um it's uh but uh, but it's also one of those things where it's like you can't win talking about it with people um yeah, i'm not it, trying to, you don't have to answer to me uh, no yeah. no i just mean um i think you're you're fine about it it's just most people um like find out i'm a vegetarian because uh, it's still kind of rare in the South, you know, uh, they'll find out and they demand answers. But it's like, dude, I'm, I'm only going to bum you out if we talk about this or you'll get defensive and weird, you know. Right. Uh, yeah. No, I think I, I, uh, I've i been a vegetarian for 25 years. 
Oh, I see. So you care about the animals more than the people who are dying on the Kursk submarine 23, 23 years ago. No, well, there there was a there was a cat on that sub. Okay. And uh, you know, I was I was glued to it. Um, speaking no, of gluing cats together, how do we make this uh, fake animal meat? Yeah, I'm on board with this. I'll try it. So, so they that they keep they keep some of the details proprietary according to this NPR story, but the basic formula is they begin by extracting cells from animals using a needle biopsy. Um, they so they then they no longer need apparently to go back to the animal to extract cells each time since there are lots of cells stored in a cell bank. The companies can then select the cells they want to grow. In, then inside stainless steel tanks, the cells are fed a mixture of the same nutrients an animal would eat, a combination of fats, sugar, amino acid, and vitamins, which allows the cells to proliferate and grow into meat. Mm. Uh, sounds delicious. So you're, you're basically, you're just, I mean, obviously this is not, this is not cloning. You're just making a muscle. Yeah. Yes. Know. Although I don't know whether it would have, would it have DNA cells? I guess it would. Would it? I think so. In which yeah, case, why wouldn't it? Yeah. Would they all end up being clones of you know? If you were to DNA test the meat. Right. right. But in the same way that every avocado you've had is a clone of that one tree that that Haas dude had in the '60s or whatever. Yeah, I mean, isn't I, that true? I don't. I don't know. Sorry, say that again. Sorry. Isn't every avocado you've ever eaten a clone of that dude's Ooh, tree? Yeah, oh, I don't know. Haas, Haas avocado is one dude named Haas who had a tree oh. in the 60s, I think. But let me see I if not that's know true. That. I mean, obviously, I know the bananas one where, you know, right. we're onto our fifth banana or whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, this is fascinating. I mean, I, I have, hadn't read this article, but I heard a, I heard a, you know, thing. I heard an NPR thing about it they said it's, it's like weird she's like it's very weird because it's uh it was just like a meatball shaped but grown meatball shaped thing so it, it's kind of jarring because it's like uh it's like a perfectly shaped meat sphere meat sphere but it's not i mean any any other time you have that shape it's been tampered with like ground and pushed together so it's it's huh. just i guess it has you know thought about it like <laughs> <laughs> so so you never it's never just actual like breast uh chicken breast texture or something like that right um so it's kind of interesting and i'm getting confirmation from ChatGPT that uh, yeah every avocado you've ever had is originates from a single mother tree raised by rudolph haas or Haas in the 1930s in california they're all clones genetically identical that's every avocado? I mean, you pretty much don't get non-Haas avocados. There might be some other variety, but let's, it's... Right, right. Uh, oh, I guess I can also ask how, what, what percentage of U.S. avocados are Haas. Huh. Um, huh. Oh, I guess uh, this, this is just a breakdown of the article, of the thing I heard, from All Things Considered. Okay. Yeah, this is... Uh... Huh. Yeah, yeah, this story is on NPR. So I, I got it. I've, got I've it. Selected okay, this NPR is the story I heard then. Yeah, and ninety-five um, percent of avocados in California are this this clone. Wow. Not to keep sidetracking us, but no, no. I mean, does he get like does he get royalties for that, or how does that work? 
I think uh, I hope his, his descendants do. If this is 1930s, I'm, uh, if he's still around, more power to him. That yeah, means I mean, we I should all I eat more how, avocados. Yeah, I don't know. You know, when works. you're in a, in a restaurant or like at a Chipotle and they go avocados extra, he's why. He's the reason. <laughs> it's, it's like Mildred and Patty Hill owning their happy birthday yeah. song for two They have to, yeah. and yeah. they mail 25 cents in an envelope each time. They mail a quarter <laughs> to him. It's a fucking nightmare. Fucking Rudy. <laughs> um, um, yeah, I'm on board. Yeah. I'm on board for this. This is, you know, if they can find a way to make it cost prohibitive, uh, which it will be. I mean, I'm sure right now it's. Well, at the what? moment, the only place where that is going to be ser- serving it in America is uh, Kren, the restaurant in the north, uh, north of San Francisco, which mm. is, I believe, a three Michelin star place. Right. So how do you get three? I thought that was the top thing. Yeah. I thought just having a Michelin star was the best, and what, what, they can come back another year and give you another one, or what's the? Yeah, no, there's, there's, you, you can be like one, two, or three. That's like the yeah, the it's uh, taste of food, decor, and sexiness of the staff. Are okay. the three. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I don't know. I think yeah, like you can, you can, you can get times. Three. It's like a, a ranking. Yeah, no, I don't know. No, no, they... it's like, it's like I think you can you can probably get three right off the bat if they ranked you there. But you know, people like oh be awarded one and then they'll like inc- work to get their second by improving the restaurant even more or whatever and then work to get a third mm. but yeah that's <clears throat> uh there are only a few three michelin star restaurants knocking around yeah so right now this is not uh where we want it to be i suppose if it's only going to be in this restaurant i mean you want it mass produced yeah in- in- but again like i I don't know whether that's going to be... I mean, the similar things happen with things like Beyond Burger and Impossible, where at first you could only get it from certain restaurants, and then and now you can get it from, like, you know, Target. Right, right. But, I mean, isn't, isn't the hope that this eventually replaces... Because this is different in the sense of, like, what is the difference of that... Uh, yeah, this is uh, yeah. You're like right, this right. just like, this is, is beef. Or if this gets is, cheap enough, yeah, everybody. Wh- why would you not? It, the market would just like you wouldn't even have to like twist people's arms if this is like now cheaper and tastes as good or better. It's just going to be what people eat. You you, you would. There would there would definitely if there are enough people on my Facebook alone who I couldn't who I know for a fact right from the off would be right. wanting nothing to do with this right. and would. Uh, if you if you but, if you tweaked what, enough parameters of price and quality, you don't think people would just st- forget about what their initial standpoint was? On oh this? no, I I a hundred but no, I, yeah, like eventually, I mean, I yeah, it'd be a slow. A curve, lot of a lot of but, my friends would, but I can tell you absolutely, there is a significant number of people who, yeah, yeah, who were you know who will um, like this is way more technology going into food than other things they have said they want nothing to do with. So right. Right. Yeah, the, like the same people who post about conspiracy theories that Bill Gates wants us to, to just eat bugs, and that's what... Right. Um, yeah, I don't think RFK Jr. is going to be first in line for the... Oh, yeah. man. <laughs> I just listened to him on a podcast because I just... I wa- didn't know what his voice was before. His voice is ridiculous. <laughs> he's, got a, he's got a condition. Come on. I mean, Jesus. What What is his condition? You can look Does it up, he? but yes, yeah, he had an injury. It's like, I forgot if it's an injury or disease or all the above. Oh, but now I feel now I feel bad, but not so bad because he's a yeah, terrible person. Yeah, it's not. He's not just like doing a weird. Uh, I'm running oh, for feel- president. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, now I feel really bad, and I'm thinking I'm gonna have to delete a tweet. Oh, whatever. Uh, no, but it's it's fucking. It's probably bizarre. something that was a vaccine for though. 
<laughs> whatever it was. I just listened to a whole like hour of him because I just like it doesn't mean I support him. I'm just like curious what the fuck is going on, and it's such it's such a bummer because it's like that perfect mix of like once in a while he hits on something. I'm like, oh yeah, that resonates. And then you're like, oh, but the rest of this fucking garbage. Yeah. And, and, no, I know. But, oh, yeah. I know. But the part that resonated yeah. with me is going to resonate with lots of people and they'll forgive the. Yep. It's uh, it's infuriating. And then the whole, like, not to get down this rabbit hole, but like the debate thing, like it, it's, it's an impossible thing to real time. I'm not saying anything original here to real time debate a conspiracy nut because they'll just throw out some stat or study and you, there's no time to hit pause while everyone does their due diligence and if you say i don't know about that it sounds like you've just admitted defeat yeah when in yeah, fact you, they'll just you, you beat you with like and they're also so so much any real scientist is at such a disadvantage in any of these kind of debates because they are constrained by rules that their <laughs> opponent is not constrained by right. like they're playing by completely different rules where one person has to be nuanced and careful and the other person has no such restrictions so it's just like yeah you you're you're sort of like yeah it's like you're sort of one person's boxing with boxing gloves and the rules of boxing and the other one is allowed to have like a baseball bat and can do anything they want well it's like, also the, no- the the debates have been had it's it's like i i there's so much projection in it because yeah. i think if you're a just trust me bro type of person then you assume that ex that people with expertise are are doing a just trust me bro at you when yeah. that's not the ca- that's not the case yeah, at all there, there's so many reasons not to, you're legitimizing the person and their views yeah. by even suggesting that it is debate worthy and like yeah like you say you can't they will gish gallop you off of the like well, and out of the room there's conflation with valid points and that's the thing that sucks because it's like Big Pharma is a horrible, sociopathic, awful fucking capitalist industry. But, like, the drugs still have to work. Like, you could say the same thing about Boeing. Yep. But, but like, you still get on their plane. Yeah, right. You know right. what I mean? Like, yeah, these are horrible, evil billionaires with private yachts. Yes, I agree. Uh, that's why your bags cost 50 bucks. It's fucking ridiculous. I know. The plane <laughs> works. Yep. The plane and that's why there works. are procedures as well, that are like <laughs> right. external procedures to check the. <laughs> right, uh, very but, smart people develop these planes that <laughs> that these horrendous people then take advantage of. Right, yeah, but it's like the, both of those things can be true. Yeah, and the CDC can have can have fucked up on some things, and it does not mean that everything they say is garbage. Like, just there's no nuance, so now it's just whichever yeah. team you've decided to be on, you're with their whole thing, and you, you want to be like, no, 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 that one point you had is valid, but all the rest of this is garbage. Uh, I don't have to disregard that one point to say that uh, childhood vaccines have been shown not to cause autism. Right. Like, right. Yeah, I was just Googling that last night because I heard this RFK thing. I'm like, is there any validity to it and like no they've done tons of studies comparing populations of children that aren't vaccinated with those who are autism rates are the same across those like it's purely the correlation of the the diagnosis oh yeah diagnosis versus mmr like you get your mmr and then diagnosis is is and and then and then also just check the rfk junior has also spread things like the hiv doesn't cause AIDS conspiracy theory right you know there's video clips of him uh saying it was down to, you know, it's that it's gay people's lifestyles and them taking poppers and other drugs and it's the side effects of that. And they're like, oh, so also 
millions of people in Africa were also all on poppers and hemophiliac children who had transplant uh, blood transfusions yeah. in the uh, in the 80s were also the 80s out clubbing yeah the <laughs> 80s ghana house club scene it's crazy yeah like people don't realize it, yeah it's uh, it, yeah it's just sort of so transparent how no it's just like bigotry and prejudice combined with an aversion to anything scientific i didn't know about that thing with like blaming the HIV thing, which is ironic, because I also didn't know until this podcast yesterday that uh, RFK Jr. had a heroin a heroin period in yeah. the '80s. Did you guys yeah. already know? Oh, that? I, oh yeah, I did not yeah, know yeah. That. He got arrested for he got arrested. For, <laughs> he's like that, a, doesn't, uh, that doesn't mean he can't have for a you know, smack. It doesn't mean smack. everything out of your mouth is bad because you did heroin. It's just like I just didn't know that about him. Um, but yeah, they 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 also claim that the AIDS symptoms are caused by the antiretroviral drugs that are given to. Suppress right. HIV. The COVID, the COVID strategy of like, yeah, the vaccine is yeah. what causes COVID. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, exactly. the vaccine shedding. And then what? He brought up one example, I think, right, of uh, poliovirus, vaccine-induced poliovirus uh, in communities with no polio immunity, which is like a different type of poliovirus. There, there's there's yeah, just is, enough there. Is a weakened live virus. There, yeah, the polio vaccine. Is, yeah, there's just enough there where you could, if you, you know, pounded your voice, your weird voice into the ears of enough Stone Rogan listeners, could make a few people like, oh, that's crazy, man. You know what I mean? There's yeah. just enough if you use if you use enough big words. And everyone's just so scared of how dumb the public is now that they everyone's bought into not everyone like some sides have bought into the idea of like noble lies are worthwhile because subtlety will be lost on if we say there's ever any downside or risk with a vaccine we're saying vaccines are awful you know you have to be public and vocal with the fact that like there's yeah. no it's always a trade-off there's some non-zero risk you can't say there isn't or you're gonna like yeah same way as there is a risk to wearing a seatbelt right Right. right. Like well, that, you the, can be injured by the seatbelt in a car, but the, the risk of injury from a seatbelt is orders of magnitude lower than the risk of not wearing a seatbelt. Well, the vaccine rollout, the information vaccine rollout, and this is cross administration. This is, you know, uh, transcends. This is apolitical. It's one of the worst fucking things I've ever seen. Because, yeah. I mean, a lot of the I think a lot of the standard questions for people that have stuff to do and can't think about this shit all day are valid questions how did it come out so fast that's weird you know mm -hmm. like all, that's that's valid and all of the all of those things have valid answers that would be very comforting to a to a skeptical i mean it's a, that's a normal question you know how did it come out how'd you develop it so fast what like what's going on here did you cut corners i get all that um but it just went so hard in the no we it's fine yeah the, shut up the, it's fine instead of the, being like yeah. the, then uh, the the psychos were able to grab those people and bring them into their weird psycho hut yeah it's brutal man but i don't even know if we learned any lessons for the next time around like i now come on another one in like three years anyway like, like if if the next one is even like five percent fatal Oh, we're so fucked because like half the country is going to be like, I am taking zero medicine for this. You guys cried wolf and I'm out and they'll just be like massive death. Well, but we've talked about this. It would have to it would have to have physical if it was like a bubonic plague. Right. Like if you had if giant pustules, everyone would be running to the clinic 
Yeah. Um, Which might be why Mpox <laughs> got under control so fast, because that's amazing. It could also be the messaging was so realistic and, and right. practical and good and nuanced. But like, and it could be that the gay community already went through HIV and they're like, okay, we got to watch out for each other. And yeah, I think that's all. I think that's a large part of it because it's a, a smaller subset of com- the community, and it's one that has a very well-established network for getting out health information and health interventions. Right, and there's homogeneity in the community and trust in each other in the community. And yeah, yeah. Uh, <sighs> anyway. We are in uh, time. So RFK is our next president. And then I just... Yeah. <laughs> I mean, is there any chance? There's no chance, is there? No. Okay. I don't think so. Okay. No. You know You know what? Uh, I, I do... I, I have deleted now my tweet that laughed about his weird voice, now knowing that it was a... It's a disability, and I apologize to anyone who has the same disability and isn't a cunt. Well, now but, I got to uh, hear the joke, though. Come it, on. it wasn't even... A, it, was a, it was a tweet that was sub... It, it, was, it wasn't even... A, it doesn't matter. No, okay. Not relevant, not worth it. Disappointed um, in Cheryl Hines, you know? I mean, I, I kind of always have been, but it's yeah. <laughs> uh, it, it sucks because, you know, I, I like Curbs, like, you know, it's amazing. And then you find yeah. out someone's just a lunatic. It's uh, it always hurts a little. Not to yeah. get too, like, parasocial with it. I'm, I'm not about yeah, it. No. It just It just, you know, alters the viewing experience. I get it. Yeah. You know what else alters a viewing experience? What's that, man? Uh, uh, the, the the car, uh, looking at something from many many years ago when mm-hmm. it maybe looked different. I, I I had a better segue, and then you said a couple more things. <laughs> I'm sorry. Fun. I'm sorry. Um, we can... kangaroos didn't always hop. Scientists Whoa, say in this what? size of that story. That's yeah. Crazy. We got. We've a lot of Australian listeners. Uh, we hope to get back out there again. The um, uh, we, we've seen kangaroos in the flesh. We've seen far more wallabies than we were expecting in the flesh. That was still one mm-hmm. of the most surprising things about that trip. That was uh, I think we, did we tell you about this, Jesse, when we were taken uh to what we were told was a corner like a. A street corner that ha- that where you'll see some wallabies, and we were like, "Oh, what if are they? What if they aren't there that day?" And and they were like, "They will be there that day." And then there was just an unacceptable number of wallabies just hanging out. And However many wallabies you can imagine were hanging out on a street corner. It was more. Yeah. Multiply that, and then multiply it again because it was just it was a, a disturbing amount. But uh, the kangaroo, which. Are they related? I presume they're related because they're so similar. I mean, they, they're, they're, they're obviously related if you go back far enough, but how close? They're anyway. marsupials, right? I'm looking yeah. at the video of it right now, and um, yeah, the, the number of eyes lighting up in the dark of these, of these wallabies is pretty crazy. Oh, the, you're looking at the video that we took? Yeah. Oh my God, there's so many wallabies. <laughs> so many, so many. We should post that somewhere. Can you post that on your Instagram or something? Um, so people can look at it. Uh, sure. Yes. Go to Andy T Wood on Instagram, and I will have that up when quick, I put this quick, episode up. Quick trivia That's question: story. What is the only marsupial that exists in America? Uh, possum. It is. Yeah. Nice work. What does he get for that? Uh, you know, you, they, they personal sat- satisfaction. <clears throat> yep. The Virginia opossum. Mm-hmm. And they didn't always hop either. And when they do, it's it's weird. Uh, it's Jesse, were you there when I when that one was like hanging out by the house uh, in in Valley Village? 
Uh, I'm not sure. No, it was really weird. It was very like Princess Bride, rather than some unusual size. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. like an actor inside of a tiny suit. Yeah, yeah, they're huge, man. Um, yeah, I get them in the backyard so, and such. The the iconic Australian kangaroo hops with its powerful hind legs across the outback or in front of your car at dusk. Says this lovely set scene setting introduction by Rebecca Dyer from Science Alert. But scientists say that not only, uh, not so long ago, evolutionary speaking anyway, extinct large kangaroos likely used other modes of transportation like walking on two legs or all fours. Researchers from the universities of Bristol and York in the UK and Uppsala University in Sweden used fossil evidence and a new analysis of shin and ankle bone data to find out how macropodoids, so that's kangaroos, wallabies and their relatives, moved over the past 25 million years. And the team's published review says that the signature hop of the famous Qantas Airlines flying kangaroo, all right, that's second mention there, <laughs> that many people regard as the pinnacle of kangaroo evolution, actually represents just one of the many ways these astonishingly mobile animals evolved to be successful in different habitats. What do you, what do you mean uh, that many people regard? I feel like, did they do a poll? Of yeah, what do you regard as the pinnacle? I don't know. <laughs> it's just the Trump, the Trumpian. A lot of people are saying. A lot of people lot are saying. <laughs> so, so apparently, modern large hopping kangaroos are the exception in kangaroo evolution. Mm-hmm. Says paleontologist vertebrate paleontologist Christine Janis from Bristol. Large kangaroos are much more she, diverse. She re- is a paleontologist of vertebrate. She is not a. She is a vertebrate. She, she is a vertebrate she, as well. Yes, she is. She has a backbone. Yeah, I presume she is a vertebrate. It hasn't said otherwise, and I think that would be one of the things that would be quite distinctive about her and probably would have warranted mentioning if she weren't. But they're not just bringing Um, up that she is also... They're not just searching for descriptors instead of brunette or something. Right. Yeah. (laughs) Warm-blooded mammal and paleontologist Christine Janis from the University of Bristol. Live live vertebrate... (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Large kangaroos were much more diverse as recently as 50,000 years ago, which may also mean that the habitat in Australia then was rather different from today. They are the only large mammals that get around primarily by hopping on two legs. This form of locomotion uh, is tr- Speak for yourself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this form of locomotion is intriguing to scientists. Janice and her colleagues say much of the research so far has focused on the larger bodied kangaroos, leaving a gap in our understanding of their smaller bodied counterparts. What's the spring noises that do it for me? Yeah. (laughs) You know? Yeah, and the way you've got to push them down first as well to launch them. The researchers dug into the fossil record to examine the weight-bearing shin bones, the tibia, and the heel bones, uh, calcaneus, of kangaroos, and their marsupial relatives to show how hop traits changed over time, separate from growing body mass. Their analysis suggests that modern large body kangaroos' signature higher speed endurance hopping was rare or absent in all but a few lineages, including the direct ancestors of red and grey kangaroos. So these early macropoidoids that lived 25 to 50 million years ago were small and could bound, climb, and hop to some extent. Around 10 million years ago, with increasingly arid climate and open habitats, these larger bodied ones emerged. Um, (sighs) So they've now... They've since reached an optimal mass for hopping. The red kangaroo weighs up to 90 kilos, that's around 200 pounds, and the male eastern grey kangaroos are around 66 kilos. But many extinct kangaroos are well above these sizes, and here's the twist, hopping becomes a real challenge for larger sizes. 
Yeah, well, space. first of all, this is the first time hearing that I am optimal size, optimal mass for hopping. I am exactly at the right, uh, I, sh- oh, I yeah. should be way You're better at, the, at this weight, at this mass. Yeah, what's your standing, what's your, what's your standing leap? Of four apparently? pounds, four pounds under the female, under the red kangaroo, rather. Yeah, uh, how much like yeah. uh, man, I gotta, I, I'm gonna guess, what is a reasonable non, <laughs> non-basketball playing, uh, uh, 18 inches? What do you think? What do you guys think you could jump? I have no idea. I, I bet. I, don't know. I bet it's way less than I would assume. Yeah, maybe I'm over with 18. Yeah, I, you, I have you know no what I mean? idea. What is? No, I think maybe 24. No, you could do that. Wait, hold on a second. I, could, I think I could jump onto my bed from standing. Well, but the but a vertical jump isn't like how high can your feet get? It's uh, oh, how much how, can you lift your center mass? Uh, right. What right. is measured by you know stick your hand up. We start there, and now how much higher can you reach than where right. your hand started? Oh, okay, yeah. That's, so I guess you would so, measure what, just the the top of your head or something? Top of your fingers, like those things they do at like NFL combines. They have those things you tap as you jump up. Have you seen those swirly things? No. Really? No, but I I, I, yeah. I see, I, I I get what you mean. So yeah. you reach up as high as you can reach and tap it, and then you jump mm. up and tap it, and that's the that's yeah. your... Yeah. That's the amount you're actually jumping by. And I don't think, um, I'm guessing I'm under two feet. I forgot what a good vertical for a real athlete is, but... Uh, yeah, I'm now. Now you're saying that. Yeah, because I'm. I, if I'm jumping onto a bed, I'm lifting my legs up, so yeah. my center of mass and my top of my head is. Oh, I was imagining you still just high. completely straight, standing completely straight. <laughs> yeah, just like and you just sort of jumping like I'm at a. Yeah, you jump just like, with your toes. Is we, like you just sort of. <laughs> it's like a just a very effortless. I just wind up. Yeah it's, yeah, it's a remarkable thing to see. Yeah. yeah okay. I, I jump like an '80s uh, video game character. <laughs> so I just like I just move up vertically. Yeah. So I'm seeing, okay, like elite, elite NFL combine players are like 41, 42 inches. And then the big ass linemen can still get like well over 20 inches. So I'm guessing maybe I'm, maybe I'm over 20 inches. Cause like these guys are probably the ones who are like clocking 21 inches are probably like 400 pound is, linemen. Is you know? that, is that with a run up or is that from standing still and vertical leap? I think that's standing underneath this device thingy. Uh, I, and okay. I'm sure we have avid sports fan listeners who are like, you guys are fucking idiots. How do you not know about these things? But uh, not a sports guy here. I don't know. It looks like the elites are like generally towards the high end of the 30s in inches into mm. the low 40s. Yeah, a good vertical jump is over two feet for men and 20 inches for to, for women. So... Um, yeah, I, I think I could clear a foot. I'd be, I'd be happy if I could clear one foot. I bet, I bet. As a shorter guy who's in terrible shape. I bet more than a foot. I bet. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm Damn, gonna have to, I want to go test uh, this out later, yeah. What's the gonna... easiest way I could go check, test this out without buying one of those thingies? Well, you just, you, probably easiest way is just to, like, you know, put something on your finger that'll leave a little, a little mark and uh... reach up on, and then... See how high yeah, just my jump, neighbors just are going to jump around. Get to watch me. <laughs> yeah. Just jump around. Just <laughs> yeah. Jump up, jump up and get down. Yeah. Jump around. So, so the larger kangaroos of the past could evolve more, even more specialized anatomy, like longer slender heel bones for efficient higher speed hopping, or they could use other locomotion methods at higher speeds to cross more terrain, as two extinct lineages did. The... There's a picture of one of these, the computer-generated model. The short-faced kangaroo, which split from modern kangaroos 15 million years ago, appears to have adopted bipedal striding 
and managed this at all speeds, that would have been... It, imagine going back in a time machine 50 million years and you see what you think is a kangaroo and it's just like <laughs> just walking, strutting. just strolling across the, across the terrain. Um, it did not have the... Uh, it did not have the heel capacity to lug their whopping weight along at a hop, however. The largest of them, the largest known macropoise to ever exist, weighed in at over 200 kilograms. Uh, so that's more than double that in pounds. So that's, you know, so why 450 they, pounds or so. Why did they go extinct? Why would these go extinct? Just uh, boxing versus the they other ones? Too, losing, yeah. losing boxing matches. Losing too many boxing matches look too strange. They freak people out. Yeah. Uh, so... The uh, protemnodons, which are closely related to modern large kangaroos, has short, broad feet like tree kangaroos that didn't lend themselves well to hopping, and they mostly like, likely mostly walked on four legs. Having elongated heel bones helps to resist rotational forces in the action and in the ankle rather when hopping, and a thin-tipped Achilles, Achilles tendon gives modern kangaroos a spring in their hop. But the broad heel bones of these two extinct groups suggest they stood more upright than today's crouched kangaroos. What makes modern endurance hopping kangaroos appear so unusual is that the geologically recent extinction of similar animals who moved in different ways. All kangaroos still today still use quadrupedal locomotion for traveling slowly, which in larger species becomes pentapedal, using their tail as a fifth limb. Uh, so these, but with these extinctions of these larger animals in the late Pleistocene era, these <coughs> kangaroo gates became less diverse Mm. Okay. It's it's skeleton looks how I would imagine it. Uh it's like a lot a lot of animals, you know, like their feet uh like if uh their feet are all weird if you look at their skeleton. It's like not how you would think. Like kangaroo skeleton makes sense to me, but like if you look at a like a cat skeleton, like its feet are way up in what you think is the leg. You know? Oh, like what you kind of think of as the fur, as the. They're just knee. walking on their toes the whole time. Right, right, right. You know? Um, but, a, but a kangaroo, like, it makes sense. Like, it just looks like a guy with a tail, kind of, <laughs> and a weird head. Like, I, I yeah, I get that. <laughs> um, well, should we wrap up the main episode and do an extra story for the Patreon patrons? That sure. Sounds like a plan. Sounds like a plan to me. Jesse and Andy, where can our listeners find you and things you're up to? <laughs> Oh boy, Jesse, go ahead. Fun shows coming up. And I got, no, no, of course not. I'm I, I'm on uh, I'm on Twitter at uh, at Jesse Case as always. It's the same stuff. I'm gonna have a bunch of fun shows coming up. I'm uh, booking a lot of stuff for the fall, and I'll you know we'll get it all uh, put all that out there. I should probably get some kind of website again. I don't know. Nice. I'll figure it out. <laughs> and I am doing. Uh, we're doing the. Bring your own tribute band night. Dave Lyons puts that on every few months at uh, Permanent Records Roadhouse. Nice. On Saturday, July 1st. And uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. Made up cover bands that just do like three songs each. And I'll be doing with um, Brian Cook and Rick Wood doing some Gin Blossoms. Doing uh, Vodka Buds, a tribute to Gin Blossoms. I got a harmonica here from Lee Oscar. I'm learning to play the solo from Found Out. Follow You Down. We'll see if I can get it down and the next uh, 10 days what other bands are going to be playing do you are you aware of any of the uh your, oh, god damn it Bri brian's is a good one and i forgot what it is but oh I'm, he's doing primus that's why he shot down i was going to try to do the darkness and he was like we're already doing primus i can't learn hard shit let's just do some <laughs> can, you, <laughs> can you please do gin blossoms i'm like that'll be fun whatever yeah yeah I'm like jesse have you ever tried playing harmonica i have yeah it's kind of fun, right? Yeah, it's very fun. 
Um, it's very fun. I, I, it's not really. I'm not good at it at all. I can't like bend notes and stuff. I, I'm just learning the bit. Let me see. Hold on a second. That's kind of coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That we wasn't. Can't have any more what, of that because it's going to sound too much like the end of a Marin podcast. Yeah, but, uh, but that, that wasn't. Uh, that was you bending. That wasn't the chromatic lever thing. That was oh, chromatic's way too hard. No, it's just I can only I can only bend on holes four and six pretty much. Like it's it's like a different before, mouth shape yeah. for each for each hole to bend. Kind of, it's weird. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. All right, you can find me in all the usual places. I have some. <laughs> I got this some fun LA shows guests. coming up. We really up. need guests. We do. <laughs> Sorry, Matt, what do you have? I got some fun LA, sh- LA gigs coming up. I will post about them. So if you're in LA, the week after next, I've got some good I've got some good stuff coming up. Okay. Uh, at the Bourbon Room and at Largo. So that'll be... Ooh, uh, excellent. Yeah, on the 5th and the 7th. I'll, Wait, I'll what's the date of the Largo show? The 7th. 7th. I will try to make Friday. it. Excellent. Cool. Um, and listen, you know where to find us, probably science.com. We put all the stories, uh, connect uh, the links, uh, the show notes, and also the Patreon and PayPal donation pages. Probably science at gmail.com is the email address for any questions, comments, clarifications, and stories you would like us to cover. Uh, we really appreciate everyone who sends that stuff in and everyone who helps spread the word and posts nice things about us and gives us nice reviews and all that kind of good things. And Patreon patrons, we will do an extra story for you. But for the main episode, thank you very much. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.